Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers. Welcome to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. We got ourselves a pretty good show today. As I mentioned in my preview, this is an all-preview show. I will give you my predictions for both Night of Champions and the Double or Nothing pay-per-view coming next weekend. Plus, I'll have a couple parting shots on the passing of superstar Billy Graham and something that really bothered me with AEW this past Wednesday. Plus, I'll have some programming notes at the end. So let's begin, shall we? We begin with the WWE, the Night of Champions, comes up next Saturday exclusively on Peacock. It's a premium event. Folks, it's a pay-per-view. It's a pay-per-view. So let's begin. We begin with Trish Stratus going one-on-one with Becky Lynch. And this should be a very interesting battle. You could see this past Monday, the fire, the intensity in Becky Lynch as she gets ready to battle Trish Stratus, who turned her back basically on Becky Lynch as well as Lita. It's all about Trish. It's all about the spotlight. But at the end of the day, let's face it, Becky Lynch is back as the man and Trish Stratus probably won't be able to handle it. I say Becky Lynch picks up the win at Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia this Saturday. Moving on now, let's talk about the Intercontinental titles on the line as Gunther will defend against Mustafa Ali. Really? Really? Just because you want a battle royal, you get a shot at the Intercontinental title? Really? Mustafa Ali gets a shot at the Intercontinental title. Who's he beaten lately in six months? Nobody. Just because he won a battle royal does not mean he's ready for the Intercontinental title. It's going to be an easy win for Gunther as he will retain the Intercontinental Championship. Moving on now to the WWE uh, Undisputed Tag Team title match. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Defending against Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion, and Solo Sokoa. I'm saying this right now. We will see the end of the bloodline next Saturday on pay-per-view. Because somehow, someway, the Usos are going to get involved and maybe cost Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa the tag team titles. And you notice Solo giving a nice little glance at Roman after he... Bumped into him after Roman was leaving the ring as to say, you got a problem, son? You got a problem? Anyway, as I said before, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to put the final nail in the coffin of the, of the bloodline. Roman Reigns' ego has gotten so out of control, it will bring an end to the bloodline. And as far as I'm concerned, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will be the winners of not only this particular bout, but will definitely end the feud with the victory. They've already won the feud as far as I'm concerned. This will cement the deal. So Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will beat Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa, and we'll see the Usos lead the bloodline, and quite possibly, so will Solo Sokoa. 
Moving on now to the World Heavyweight Title Finals, Seth Rollins, or excuse me, Seth freaking Rollins, the visionary, to take on the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Now, AJ just recently got back and earned his spot in here, but let's face it, this is all about Seth freaking Rollins. That's right, he has been on a roll of late, the visionary, with the hit song and everything else in between. So as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned right now, I think this is going to go to Seth freaking Rollins. This is his moment to be world champion. As I said, it's a consolation prize to the Universal Championship since Roman is now exclusively on SmackDown. So in my opinion, Seth freaking Rollins will pick up the win and become the new world heavyweight champion. And, of course, the main event of the evening, the fight. Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Now, Brock wants a fight. I want to fight you, Cody. I want to fight you. You did this to me. Well, you did that to your own self, Brock, with your ego. I say this is going to be a fight, but somehow, someway, Cody Rhodes is going to end up victorious in this fight with Brock Lesnar. And then we probably won't see Brock for about a couple months before SummerSlam. And that is my picks for the Night of Champions. Don't forget, the Night of Champions comes next Saturday right here on Peacock. Remember, according to them, it's a premium event. It's a pay-per-view, people. And that's going to do it for the WWE for this week. We're going to take a timeout when we come back. More predictions, this time for AEW's Double or Nothing, and later on, my parting shots, and this week in wrestling history, more of this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here. Out now at my YouTube channel, www.youtube.com slash paulskyvers are all new episodes of From the Mind of the Nitro and Nitro Memories. First, on From the Mind of the Nitro, I look back at the WWE draft that happened a couple weeks ago. Who were the real winners and losers, in my opinion? Find out on From the Mind of the Nitro. And then, on Nitro Memories, we look back at April 1988, the fallout from WrestleMania four and the first Clash of the Champions. Macho Madness defending his World Wrestling Federation title against the million dollar man Ted DiBiase and a former member and a member of a World Tag Team Championship team turns his back on his partner. That's all coming up on Nitro Memories as we look back at April 1988. These new episodes are now available now on my YouTube channel www. Paul's YouTube.com slash Paul Skyvers. Don't miss it. Be there. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here for Spotify and Spotify on Anchor. Have you ever wanted to do a podcast? Well, now it's simple at Spotify on Anchor. You can, it's easy to set up, it's free. You can make money off of it. You can look at the analytics and find out how your audience is tuning in to your podcast and how much of your audience is there. Plus, it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Come aboard today on Spotify on Anchor.
Welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Now let's go to AEW for this week, and it's Double or Nothing next Sunday live on pay-per-view. Let's begin first with the TBS title on the line. Jay Cargill will take on Taya Valkyrie. And from the look on Taya's face last night, she is more than determined to become the new TBS champion. I think Jane Cargill is so full of herself lately that she's ripe for the picking. I say she suffers her first loss at double or nothing. We will have a new TBS champion in Taya Valkyrie. Moving on now, let's talk about the TNT Championship on the line. It will be a ladder match as Wardlow will defend against Christian Cage. I got a funny feeling that that Dino, uh, that his henchman, uh, Dinosaurus, or whatever his name is, I keep forgetting, will probably help out Christian Cage in this deal. But of course, you got Arn Anderson in Wardlow's corner, but the, the dinosaur or dinosaurus or whatever his name is, probably is just a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger than Arn Anderson. I say we will have a new TNT champion in Christian Cage in the latter match. Moving on, let's talk about Anarchy in the arena. The Elite, that's Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and now the Hangman, Adam Page, taking on the Blackpool Fight Club. Yes, it's Falls Count Anywhere. Yes, there's going to be all types of fighting around. As if we haven't seen that this past Wednesday, I'll reserve that for last in our parting shot, at least a segment of it. But anyway, this is going to continue the war between the Elite and the Blackpool Fight Club, as if I really cared. We're the Elite now, according to Moxley. We're the Elite now. While Kenny Omega said, we're going to kick your butt. Don Callis betrayed us. We're going to get him too. As if I really cared about anarchy in the arena. As far as I'm concerned, I think somehow, someway, the Blackpool Fight Club will pick up the win in anarchy in the arena. But quite frankly, I could care less about this particular bout. Uh, next up... The AEW women's title on the line as Jamie Hayter will take on Tony Storm. I got a funny feeling that Soraya and Ruby Soho will somehow interfere in this particular bout. But I think that um, Ikaru Shida and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, will back her up. It's going to be a pretty good bout, but I think somehow, someway, Jamie Hayter is going to pull out the win and keep the AEW women's title. This should be, though, a great match at double or nothing. Moving on now, let's talk about the international title on the line. A 21-man battle royal. What? A battle royal? Gee, didn't we have a supposed tournament to uh, crown uh, two finalists for the world heavyweight title? Now we need a battle royal for the international title. I want a shot. I want a shot. Well, everyone wants a shot. Can't they go through like a top 10 list of contenders and the number one contender fight the champion? I mean, that's pretty simple, doesn't it? It's pretty simple. But no, this is Orange Cassidy. He's not simple. I don't know how he's going to do it, but a battle royal to determine a champion? Nah, the AWA did that. Look what happened to the AWA a year later. So, 
Anyway, I say Orange Cassidy pulls it out. Somehow, someway, they're pushing him hard as a champion now in AEW. I say he retains the championship in the Battle Royal. As if they needed a Battle Royal to decide the winner. <sighs> Moving on. The tag team titles are on the line next. Mark Briscoe will be the guest referee. Delaware representing strong boy, I'll tell you that much. As FTR defends against Jeff, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. It should be a pretty interesting bout. Mark Briscoe will keep it right down the line as far as I'm concerned. Mark Briscoe representing Delaware strong. He needs a bigger push. Come on. What's the deal, AEW? He's right there. He's ready. He's representing Delaware, keeping it real, keeping it strong, representing Sussex County. Thank you very much. Anyway, it's going to be a nip and tuck battle, but I think somehow FTR is on a roll as tag team champions. I think they could easily put away Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, even though it's going to be a good match for the AEW World Tag Team titles. And Mark Briscoe is going to keep it Right down the middle, representing Sussex County. Thank you very much. Keep it Delaware real, representing strong in Sussex County. All right, moving on. The main event of the evening, the fatal four-way match. MJF versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. I guess now the three of the four pillars are finally getting serious about wrestling MJF, but it's a little too late as far as I'm concerned. MJF is the AEW World Heavyweight Champion for a reason, and I think he's going to come out the winner and still AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Remember, he's the snake in the grass, people. Snake in the grass. He'll do something dastardly to keep his AEW World Heavyweight title. Why? In his mind, he's better than you, and you know it. So MJF retains the AEW World's Heavyweight title. And that is AEW for this week. Don't forget Double or Nothing, live on pay-per-view next Sunday from Las Vegas. Call your local cable company for availability. We're going to take another timeout when we come back. It's this week. In wrestling history, and a couple parting shots, one on the passing of superstar Billy Graham, and another one about, as I mentioned earlier, something that happened that really ticked me off. More of this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. And now it's time for This Week in Wrestling History. On May 16, 1964, in Omaha, Nebraska, Vern Gagne defeated Maurice Mad Dog Vachon to win the AWA World's Heavyweight title for a ninth time. On May 15, 1971, in Detroit, Michigan, The Sheik defeated Bobo Brazil by disqualification. On May 20, 1992, in Charleston, South Carolina, Rick and Scott, the Steiner Brothers, defeated the enforcer Arn Anderson and Larry Sabisco inside a steel cage. And finally, on May 19, 1995, in... Um, 
in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. The bad guy, Razor Ramon, defeated Jeff Jarrett to win the Intercontinental title in a ladder match. However, he lost it back to Jeff Jarrett two days later in Trios Riveras, Quebec, Canada. And that's this week in wrestling history. And now it's time for our parting shots. And I want to begin with dedicating this episode today to the uh, memory of superstar Billy Graham, who passed away uh, this past Tuesday at the age of 79 years old. The first time I saw superstar Billy Graham on television was on the WWF Superstars when he was uh, getting back from a hip injury at the hands of the natural Butch Reed. This guy was just incredible. He was making a big comeback after that type of injury. He was the tower of power, too sweet to be sour. I mean, he had the pythons before Hulk Hogan had pythons. Later on down the line, as YouTube came up, I saw more of superstar Billy Grant's matches, including tonight he beat Bruno San Martino. Unbelievable. He got away with both feet on the ropes to win the championship. But then he became a trend center, a trailblazer. And his promo work alone inspired many people like Jesse the Body, the Body Ventura, Hulk Hogan, Scott Steiner. I mean, he was, he was the most electrifying man in, in professional wrestling long before Dwayne The Rock Johnson became The Rock. So, on behalf of everyone here at... Uh, Saturday evenings with the Nitro, we extend our deepest condolences to the family, friends, and colleagues of superstar Billy Graham. And I'll take a brief moment of silence for him. Thank you very much. Moving on now to the point to an AEW uh, parting shot this week. For those of you who, who saw the Falls Count Anywhere debacle between um, Roderick Strong and Chris Jericho, you notice right in the middle when they were going to the back, they're going to get set up a spot where um, Roderick Strong was supposed to go through a table. They just had to cut in and announce that superstar Billy Graham's death. Really? And they're just so briefly, you notice so briefly, oh my God. Oh my God, that's terrible. And they get right back 15 seconds into it with uh, Jericho putting uh, Roderick Strong through a table. Are you absolutely serious? Are you serious? Wrong, Tommy. Bad, Tommy. Bad. Tony Condit, if you made this decision, that's screwed up, man. That's, that's bleeped up, man. That's bleep. That's BS. You do not do that, dude. You wait till the next segment. <laughs> Excuse me. You wait till after the match is over to mention his death. Really? Really? You just had to announce it in the middle of a Falls Count Anywhere match. Really? <coughs> Excuse me there. Unbelievable. Tony, what are you thinking, dude? Talking to you, Con. What are you thinking? That's disrespectful. You don't do that. You wait till the next match, before the next match, you put in a segment announcing that, showing proper respect. Are you absolutely serious? 
Really? As if anyone cared if Roderick Strong beat Chris Jericho in a false count anywhere match. Unbelievable. Really? You really had to go there, didn't you? You just had to announce it in the middle of a false count anywhere match. Are you absolutely serious? Bad move. Bad move. I was cursing at the television screen over that decision. Stupid. Dumb. You never do that. You do that <coughs> before the start of the next match. Unbelievable. You know what, Con? That's disrespectful, son. Now I've lost a little respect for you for doing that. That's ridiculous. You don't do that. Disrespectful. I'm going to get off this right now before I say a couple of obscenities over this. Ridiculous. Dumb. Can't do that. Ugh. And finally, I'll put in this third parting shot while... On that particular night, you named a new show coming to Saturday night. Collision. Really? Really? Collision of what? What are you meaning by collision? What? Where? What's the collision here? The wrestlers are wrestling. They're going to collide. Ooh, it's collision. That's about as bad as Monday Night Raw when it was first announced in 93. What's raw about it? There's nothing raw about it. There's no collision from AEW. Really? Bad name for a title. Seriously? And now you want to do the 605 Saturday night spot? Good luck to you, but nah. That that collision. Seriously? You're going to name a Saturday night show Collision? What about championship wrestling? All-star wrestling? The Power Hour, even. Or Saturday Night. Gee, they haven't used that in a while. Really? Seriously? Give me a break, Collision. That's the dumbest name I've ever heard in my life. Uh, I'm going to get off this now. And that is my parting shots for this week. Glad to get that off my chest. A couple programming notes. The next episode of Sun Saturday evenings with the Nitro will be this sun will be next Sunday morning, as I'll give you my post pay per view report for Night of Champions right here. The good, the bad, the ugly, the real winners, the real losers, whatever. I will give you my post pay per view report. Now coming up in the month of June, that's right near the end of June, right before the Independence Day weekend will be my top 10 blunders of the half year. And believe me, believe me, I'm working up the list uh, as we speak right now. And on a final note, yes, we're getting near to the magic number of 100. Yes, I am working on that 100th episode in the coming weeks, so be on the lookout for that. And with that, that ends this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Until next, sun until next Sunday for my look back at Night of Champions, I'm Paul the Nitro Skyers here saying so long, everybody.